Hey, Kate, are you ready to get into some good trouble? Hell yes, Mary. I'm ready for some good trouble. You're listening to Good Trouble NYC. Howdy, howdy, Kate. Howdy, howdy, Mare. I'm really excited for this recording because this is the first time we haven't done this in your apartment. I know. We have a new little scenery. We're at the penthouse, what we call it, (laughs) in our friend group. I probably shouldn't call it that it is a penthouse it is a penthouse i mean, I mean you have a private elevator up to the top floor of a building and middle of <laughs> union square the shit's a penthouse there's a reason why i'm here i'm not just like i didn't just acquire a penthouse <laughs> the podcast has not popped <laughs> off like that no for us to have penthouses. one day i'll buy this from them but i'm dog sitting this lovely little he's not little he's 125 pounds this dog (laughs) this lovely giant bear of a dog sir beauregard he's a newfoundland he's so cute so we still have like a little mascot while recording we do i I didn't bring dennis up i could just couldn't deal with all the shit in the cab no i don't blame you and like they kind of got along the last time dennis came over but dennis gets possessive over balls and Bo just would swat at him yeah yeah and dennis is a what, a fifth of his weight? <laughs> yeah. Dennis just turned three. I know. Wait, I need to discuss this. The yes. baby's three, the COVID man. On Sunday. I can't yeah. believe he's three years old. Oh, neither can I. Does it make you feel old that he's three? It does, because I feel like he's still my baby boyfriend. And I can't believe I've had him three years and what me and him have gone through in three years. A lot. A lot. We've been in different apartments. Well, actually, when I got them, I didn't even have my New York City, this apartment. Yeah. Because it was during COVID. We've bounced around between Boston, Cape Cod, New York City, back to Boston. Do you you think he's a Boston boy or a New York boy? I think he's a Cape boy. Mary got him this adorable little fire... What is it called? A fire hydrant. Fire hydrant. Collar. collar, Which is perfect because then Mary took him on a walk when I was at work and Kel did too. She actually yes, found the, the collars. She did? Yeah, they were sitting in our apartment. I think I got them in some sort of mailer, but like Love it. she found them while she was cleaning. Perfect. <laughs> Even better. And you guys stopped at the firehouse. They all knew it was his birthday, of course. Mm-hmm. He got a pup cup. Cup it up. Pop. He got a pup cup. Pup cup. Pup <laughs> and cup. He was like. He was great at the dog park, but it really warm out the pup cup. He immediately got his energy back. <laughs> oh, he was like, that? I can walk for hours. I'm now. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. So I had a nice little, my, my baby's no longer a baby. Yeah. His birthday celebrations were great and much more low key. I kid you not. I was struggling for like a full week after my birthday. Mary thought she was going blind. I'm not kidding. I think that I'm at that age. Granted, I'm only 26, but I need a full like three to five business days to fully recover. And my brain fog was so bad at this point. I don't think it was just hangover. Like I think that I may have had COVID. Not going to lie. But my brain fog was so bad that I was convincing myself that I was fully going blind and like losing my vision. Mind you, I have 20-20 vision. Haven't <laughs> been to an eye doctor in 10 years. Yeah. I was like, this is not just going to happen overnight. But I was freaking out because I was aging out of my parents' insurance. And I was like, I need to get a do- get to an eye doctor. And now. So I... Oh, were you aged out? I aged out. Yeah. That's like the biggest... Mid-20s. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's the <laughs> biggest thing. Yeah. I don't have insurance. It scares me. That's a topic for another time. I'm like still trying to figure out my insurance, but I ended up going to Warby Parker in Hoboken (laughs) (laughs) because they do eye exams. Oh, God. And 
I sat down and I was very straightforward with the eye doctor to the point that she probably thought I was crazy. I was like, listen, I'm this, super hungover. I'm just super hungover. This is my first eye exam in 10 years. I have 20-20 vision, but I'm convincing myself that I'm going blind. So can you tell me that I can still see? And she was like, yeah, I can do that. And my eyesight was perfect. She was like, maybe you could do this small prescription. And she showed me it made no difference. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying any glasses. So she had to awkwardly go to the sales associate afterward and was like, she's not actually buying glasses. (laughs) Whatever. You got the peace of mind you needed. I did. And that kind of like cleared my brain fog a little bit too. But also it was nice to just sit at home with the other two dogs I was watching and literally not interact with anyone, sit around and like go to a coffee shop, read and relax. Nice. Yeah. I know this past Friday, Saturday, I literally did nothing, which is very much not like Very me. out of the blue. Well, Allie, Thursday night, I was like, I'm staying in all this weekend. I have a wedding on a Monday. Monday, guys. So Monday. I needed to prep the weekend of relaxing for the wedding on Monday. So Thursday night, though, Allie's like, come out. You know, it's so-and-so's birthday. I'm like, listen, if I come out right now, we're going out. Like, we're going to have a night. What time is it at? So I get there at like 9, 45, 10. They all go home at 11.30. I'm like, are you joking? I was in bed, in pajamas, like watching a movie. And she's like, come. I'm like, okay. Then she's like, yeah, I'm going to call an Uber. I was like, you're, no, no. So I went and met a coworker, actually, which okay, is fine. Of course, I stayed out till 2 a.m. Because if I'm out, I'm out. I feel like 2 is it. A- and a relatively tame time to go home. Yeah. So I stayed in though Friday and Saturday did nothing because I had a prep for Monday. Monday was a big day. Yeah. We had fun. Yeah. Barry came for a bit. Kelly came for so a bit. It was so cute. Neem was beautiful in her yeah. dress. Yeah. My girlfriend got married. We went down to the courthouse. It was an 1130 appointment at the courthouse. Also, thank God we went Monday because Tuesday they were closed because of Trump. That's reporters good. kept yeah. coming up to us being like do you have any uh comment on what's going on tomorrow and we both were like i have no idea what's going on tomorrow and also like, can you not trump. see this is the happiest day of someone's life yeah i don't life like why are you asking about focusing fucking trump? on trump and his bullshit so but we um the groom was 20 minutes late bruh we almost had a ho- i'm calling the the best man calling him calling him we're five minutes away no they're still on the couch what the fuck? Yeah, I we and the appointment was at eleven thirty. You have to be there, quote unquote, thirty minutes prior. Was he just like hungover from the night before? No, they were just being men. Like this is the day you don't go fashionably late. Does he live close to the courthouse or no? No, Midtown, bruh, bruh. Yeah, so we started off the day like that. From there, we did courthouse. We took some photos. We went to the Dead Rabbit. Have you been there? I think at some point. Highly I recommend. Have. Great cocktail Irish. I think bar. I went to it on a date there once. Maybe with a ginger, ginger, actually. Oh, love that. Yeah. Great. They just rebranded though. They had this um frozen Irish coffee. Oh. Oh shit slapped. Okay. But Neve's cousin also surprised her. Her cousin she hasn't seen in five years. <gasps> Bo! Don't step on the wires. We good? Go get the ball. Wow, he's being his Braddy's Dennis. Oh my god. I mean, at least you can control Dennis. It's really hard to control a 120-pound dog. This morning, he spotted a donut on the street. Oh, and he's going after it. I was on the floor. I was on the ground. People yeah. were, like, around me asking if I was okay. Yeah, no, you had no chance. No. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. dead rabbit. Her cousin surprised her after five years not seeing her. 
She cried. It was so cute. We did the full shilling for dinner. I didn't drink during dinner. It's like a three-hour dinner. Thank God, because that's what got me through the night. Yeah. Then we had the after party at the Grey Mare. We had like 70 people, probably. It was so nice to come out on a Monday for a change. Welcome to the dark side. No, I can't fall back into that. Mondays used to be my night. I I, used to be at Sexy Bingo. I'm old now. You're 26. I'm about to be 27. (laughs) Let's rally. But yeah, a lot of... Well, they did also on a Monday night because a lot of her friends and the groom's friends are industry people and most people have Sunday, Mondays off. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like Monday, Tuesdays because those are the slow days in the industry. But yeah, it was all... It was fun. It was really funny because I was watching the groom the whole night. He was drinking Guinness (laughs) the entire time. But every time I looked over, like I was there for about three hours, I think. Yeah. His glass was never empty, but he was progressively getting drunker. Oh, he his tab was like a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, like a Guinness alone. Yeah. And probably some shots. No, but that's very cheap for him to his wedding night. That's all he's spending. That's great. That's true. That's a great that's wedding true. night. Honestly, I, my tab is I love 12. It. So I'm even, I'm even, I was drinking high noons all night at the end. Of the night, I'm like, can I have my tab? And the girl's like, uh, sure. And it's one high noon. I'm like, God damn, love this bar. <laughs> God damn, love it. The local spots are the best. The best. That was such a great way to start Monday night. But then I kind of tamed things down a little bit. You did too. You I went to too. bed in your work clothes with the lights on on top of last the covers. Night, last yes. night. I was exhausted. I worked and we were supposed to record last night. And I texted Mary. I'm like, I'm grumpy. I'm, I'm just be, I'm in no shape to be talking to you or like even form sentences. Fell asleep in my work clothes top of the bed all the lights on yeah passed out Couldn't it's a good make thing it. we didn't record last no, night no 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 i was in no shape i because i was hungover i was just exhausted yeah and that i think that's even worse than being hungover sometimes it is i agree um on the flip side of things i was kind of in a state of calmness and zen oh you did your reiki yes i had a reiki healing last I night. i want to hear about it for those of you who don't know reiki healing is like an energy healing your chakras right it's not exactly it's like an ancient japanese alternative medicine where a person the healer master touches you with very very soft touches so like all over your body like this or they hold your hands above you to kind of move the energy the stagnant energy or anything that needs to be let go of in your body around so that you are more balanced and it can feel not feel it can heal yourself mentally spiritually and physically too i really need to get in on that then are yeah. do they have to be like spiritual mediums these people that are doing it no anyone can be trained in, in it i believe oh okay yeah. like i think taylor is working towards that but we all know that she's a psychic yeah but um the girl's name was valerie she was amazing valerie oh valerie. she was so <laughs> soothing i when i went in the treatment rooms are gorgeous very dim lighting they have like some sort of aromatics there's a lavender sprig on the bed and she was like tell me what's been going on it almost felt like a therapy session of some sort and i was like honestly you have a sexy therapist voice now while you're talking about this <laughs> you're getting into like a weird it's getting me into a trance okay trance. even thinking about the experience but she was like tell me what's been going on you know and i was like i feel like for the most part i'm a very positive person i think that i've had a cloud not of sadness over me for the past few months but just like a cloud of fog 
of like mental clarity has just not been there. I haven't been fully with it. And I know that this doesn't always clear. Don't lick my feet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not one of your kinks. No, no. Um, (laughs) I know that like Reiki healing doesn't always clear mental fog, but I thought that this would be a great way to start. And so she was like, great. And she was like, what is, do you want to set an intention for this practice? And I said, you know, I just had my birthday and my theme for this year is chasing bliss. And the thing that she said to me really stuck to me. She's like, why are you chasing it? Because I think knowing you and just from the short conversation that we have, you have so much good inside of you that you can really cultivate that feeling of bliss in your heart and kind of exude that to everyone and constantly be in that state of bliss. Wow. It's really wise of her, like on the spot to be able to say that too. Right. I was like, that really got me thinking because truly I always get that feeling when I'm with certain people, like our group, like our friend group. Yeah. And so that made me sit and reflect a little bit and like just thinking about gratitude and whatnot. But that was the start of it. During the healing process itself, I like fell asleep, which was nice, but I would be like jerked awake almost at certain parts. And I do that when I sleep sometimes. Yeah, it's essentially your body like letting go and being like, okay, I can like get this weird energy off of me. Hmm. It's almost like a release, she was yeah. explaining. And so I felt it like in my knees at some point. I felt it like in my stomach and my chest at some point. The whole session was an hour long. And at the end, we sat and talked a little bit too. She was like, yeah, I noticed your sides are really off balance. You hold a lot of tension in your right side. And that could be due to grief, not always with someone dying, but things ending and stuff. She didn't ask me about that. And I haven't had a death in the family or anything recently. But then she asked me how my relationship was with my dad, which was very out of the blue because that's very out of blue we love papa Hong. yeah i have a great relationship with him and this sent shivers up and down my spine she was like as i moved up your body i just got visions of you and your dad dancing together like is he still alive did you used to dance together what me and my dad used to tap dance together growing up yeah and she was like okay that's a huge theme and I think that dancing for you really helps balance you out. And so I makes w- sense with 305 too, that you find such joy in doing it. Yeah. And she, I told her about 305, but she was like, I think that you should go a step further to like your roots. And I'm thinking like tap dancing. And she said, I think that that'll help you out spiritually, mentally, physically kind of working a part of my brain, the memorization of choreography and stuff. And she says that it'll really help recalibrate and keep my body balanced as well. So I used to take last classes at the Broadway Dance Center. It's super close to me. And they're like $25 a class. You know, I have my tap shoes here. So I'm going to start doing like weekly or biweekly classes there. And I think that it'll make a difference. Wait, I too. definitely think it'll make a difference. Yeah. So I called my dad today and told him about that. And he he's a skeptic on that kind of thing. So he's yeah. a very devout Christian man. Well, I think that's... I think I'm a little skeptic of her being like, yeah, I just envisioned you and your dad dancing. She's not like a trained psychic or she's not like a natural bodied psychic. I don't get it. I don't know. But I guess that's all about like connection and energies Mm -hmm. and spirituality. And yeah, when I told my dad, like he was like, okay, okay, you did this. But then I was like, a reoccurring theme was you and me dancing together. And he just kind of got quiet and he's like, wow, the world works in weird ways. Yeah. So Hmm. afterwards she told me like, 
yeah, I could be feeling zen for a few hours or a lot of people get really irritable after their Reiki sessions. Really? Because it brings up a lot of deep down energy. She said while she was healing over me, there was a huge release like in my stomach. Like I shook an extreme amount. You're making me scared to do this. It Like it doesn't hurt in any way. No, I know. But yeah. Yeah, I felt very good, very at peace. Didn't really sleep well because Mr. Bo was up barking half the night, mm. but it's supposed to be very restorative for your sleep too. Oh, I have such a funny story to tell you about work. So at work, you know, a couple of our owners, managers yesterday all gathered around. They're creating a new spring cocktail. Ooh. Yeah, it's super good. It's like this light lemon lavender spritz. It's lemon. delicious. Lemon is my favorite flavor. Oh, it's also like tea infused too. Ooh. Yeah. Getting those antioxidants. It's so good. But so I tried it and they're trying to like figure out if they top it off with like Italian lemonade or just soda water. We try a couple of variations. Lemoncello? No limoncello. <laughs> Shut up. I don't hate limoncello. And they're like, oh my God, this is the like, Kate, do you like it? I'm like, yeah, give me these two at a time all summer. This is how like people order them. And my manager is, you know, is joking with me. He's like, oh, I know the perfect name for this drink. Kate's Chaos. No. 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 I just look at him. I'm like, screw you. Can they name a cocktail after us? A good trouble cocktail? No, name one after me. You don't come in enough. You need to be a regular. No, just a good trouble. No, you need to be a regular. We need to get our posters there. We do need posters there. Coming soon. Coming soon. But yeah, he joked with me about that. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm ending it. But okay, see, I had different family-related chaos this week. Yeah. So now it's just shifting in my life. Yeah. Where I just don't know how I just like shift and phase out of it. Well, that is tough, but I think it's all... (laughs) Mary's talking about her Reiki, and I'm just like, fuck. Fuck. Things recalibrate at different levels, but I think... It'll all start to like Yeah, I don't want out. there to be any shifts. I would just want balance. You're already in the mindset of working towards that. So it's now it's just a patience game. But, oh, yeah, because I'm so oh, yeah, patient. I know, I know. You just got to try. But but you'll no, be getting your car this weekend. Yes. Fingers crossed. Don't fucking jinx me on this shit. Knock on the floor. I can't wait to see you rolling up in a yellow Jeep. Is it yellow? No, I, oh, I'm shit. looking at like there's like six of them that I'm looking at. Mom took the day off. There's a black one, a white one, a forest green one, a oh, forest green, like cobalt blue. Oh, cobalt blue. Looking at two door, four door. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, part of the way we're able to afford such this lavish lifestyle in New York, having a car, living in a penthouse, you know, <laughs> um, is partially because of all of the side gigs that we have. There are so many side gigs that go into New York. More than any other, I think like New York and LA are the two cities where people, you constantly hear people have these side gigs. Yeah. Number one, because you know, the entrepreneurship aspect of it, the hustling aspect of it, but also these are just stupid expensive cities. And if you want to do fun, luxurious, even just like regular mundane grocery shopping, mm-hmm. Or just going out to eat. Yeah, you need to be making well into six figures, upwards, upwards of a lot of six figures to be able to just be like swiping your credit card left and right and not have, not think about it. To be frank, we're not there. (laughs) No, I'm not there. No, I'm not either. I've always had a side hustle in New York. So have you. Same. 
Me and you originally, I walked dogs for a bit. Yeah. You walked dogs for a bit. Walking Are dogs still- was like my full-time gig yeah. for a while. I loved it. Yeah. It's like one of those jobs where you can't be sad at, you know? like just- You can be sad in the rain. No, no, I didn't like it in the rain. I didn't even mind it in the rain that much, but like okay. a cuddly dog. A puppy puppy yeah I was like really going ham with dog walking I was like zipping around the city I had eight walks a day I yeah, would, you were bumping I would walk 15 to 20 miles a yeah. day and like bring home a hundred dollars a day for that yep and like now that I have my full-time corporate job obviously I can't be walking dogs left and right which sometimes I wish that I could go back and do that full-time because there are dog walkers in the city that make six figures oh thousand percent but, I see them in my neighborhood. Yeah, it's crazy. But my charge si- like $35 for a 30-minute walk. Yeah, it's but the crazy thing is people pay for that here. Mm-hmm, they it's do. insane. So I like my side hustle now. It's so easy. You know, I'm a writer by profession, and I could go out and freelance at other places, but the thought of writing during the day and then spending my free time writing even more like it would be such bad burnout so yeah, it'd be too much I feel like I have a really good setup here you I do. have dog sitting and I have like five or six clients yeah. just from word of mouth and it's amazing this place where I'm at right now with the servo regard he looks like a little seal on the floor he why are you <laughs> panting like that you didn't He's excited about us much. yeah like this is an amazing apartment, a penthouse apartment, and a we come gorgeous, hang, watch The Bachelor here. Yeah, it's a gorgeous neighborhood, a gorgeous setup. They have a private roof deck, and like I stay with the dogs, and mm-hmm. it's almost like a little staycation for me. Of course, and for the most part, the dogs are pretty easy. Like I walk them four or five times a day, feed them, cuddle them, send photos and videos. People would do that for free. <laughs> Yeah, some people would do that for free and or even free as an exchange to stay in some place like this. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I charge a little bit under market rate. I usually charge like $50 a night, whereas yeah. a lot of boarding companies will charge like 75, 100. Yeah. I will say for like some of my clients I've upped it a little bit, but like last Especially year You had two dogs last week. I had two dogs last of. week. I'm actually not going home for almost 3 straight weeks yeah. because I've so many dog sitting gigs lined up. Last week I was in Hoboken with one of my clients. I was there from Tuesday morning to Saturday night. I spent two nights in my own apartment and then I'm here with Bo from Monday, April 3rd to Saturday, April 15th. That's almost two straight weeks. Yeah. So that can add up pretty quickly. And I calculated it out. My dogs had for 69 days last year. Shit, yeah. Yeah, so like you do the math. It's amazing. I do the math off the top of my head, but that's great money. (laughs) Listeners, if you want to figure out, you can do it. Like it's it's so easy and it's enjoyable work too. Definitely. But there are definitely other side hustles. I always worked at a bar in college. Yeah. When did I start? I started at the bar I'm still (laughs) the bar I just went back to, (laughs) you know, right freshman year as a host and then became a server and when I made my executive decision a few months ago that I couldn't deal with corporate life for a bit, I immediately called them back up and went back and I freelanced during the day and then I work at a bar two, three nights a week. It's always been great money and I enjoyed yeah. it. And it's funny too, because in the service industry, there's like definitely a segregated segregated group of people where I have coworkers that this is their full-time career. They love it. All of them are college educated, mm-hmm. which is wild to think about as well. That's true. And we revert, divert, or revert. I don't. I don't know what the rest of the sentence you're. Okay, gonna say. revert back to something we did in younger years because yeah. we enjoy it. We're still making great money. 
you can really have flexibility with your hours. And then there's the people that it's sometimes an in-between for or students like I once was or you work a corporate job during the day and you're picking up one, two shifts a week. But there's definitely side hustles in New York. I don't really see it in Boston. No, it's it's a New York thing. But it's funny though, because it's only some New Yorkers. I can think of a handful of our girlfriends that are in corporate roles and you know, their corporate roles are demanding. It's like, I can't even think about adding something else to the plate. That's true. And yeah. I think an important thing is whenever, if you decide to do a side hustle one, you need to make sure that it's something that you're going to actually enjoy yeah. because we already spend so much time slaving away at our desk job. Like we need to take more time to ourselves to like recalibrate and just be with ourselves and do stuff that we enjoy. So like picking something that one is enjoyable is really important for like some people that could be babysitting. Could never be me. I did it before. Yeah. yeah, Our friend Maeve does that sometimes Mm -hmm. too. And then like, we also have some entrepreneurial friends in our group. Like Al is trying to start a candle company. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's a side hustle, but it's also so fun. So like, listen, we all know that New York is a hard city to live in. It's worth it though. (laughs) It's worth it. It's worth it as long as, ew, Ew, Bo, it's worth it as long as you hustle. Where's your ball? I don't want you licking me. Okay, he walked away. It's worth it as long as you put the hustle in. So like some tips for your side hustle. I already said, one, find something that's enjoyable. That's the only tip I have at the top of my head. That's the only tip you have? You have to, no, if you're going to pick something, you need to actually put time and effort into it and like get yourself out there. So for example, if you want a dog walk, you need to one, set up an account with either Wag or Rover, like make flyers, get out there. I've had people pass me cards that I actually used one of the girl's cards Yeah, from um, the dog park. And she had a whole Instagram page that showed all the dogs she walked and gave a list of references that I could call and... Yeah. X, Y, and Z. It's not just going to happen if you're like, okay, I want to do this. Like you need to go out and put the work to get the return of investment back there. Yes. So we have pretty sick side gigs. I'm all for I it. I really, yeah, I enjoy going to work. Yeah. I my, really enjoy my side gig. My goal for this year was to have at least one dog sitting gig a month. I didn't have any in February, but I had two in January. I had one in March slash April. I'm in the midst of another one in April. I have a third in April. I have the first weekend in March. Mixing up my months. First weekend in May, I'm dog sitting. And then I'm dog sitting for our friend Maeve for like two and a half weeks. That's great. I'm literally not going to be home. Michaela is essentially in living in a two-bedroom apartment alone. <laughs> <laughs> She's living it up. She's, She's living loving it, up. it. Also, side note, do not... Because I don't want myself to sound like this. I've only had a car in New York City because I have a beater that I paid like $6,000 for six years ago. So this new car is very well deserved. It is. And I will usually somehow, I always end up on the Cape on the summer, still TBD, need to really figure that out. Yeah. But I'm going to need it. So maybe this is actually just me manifesting that I'll be using this car every summer, every day. We kind of need to have a funeral for the Solara at this point. I know, I know. Can we? It's, it's like, is there be a tomorrow then? Because nah, I leave. Nah, it can be like a resurrected from the dead, like a ghost, like we'll miss you, Solara. Oh, okay, sure. Like, is, are there any car themed bars in the city? Car themed? Yeah, like, I don't know, go to a, a car themed bar to celebrate the life of the car. Sure. We can find, there must be one bar in New York City has like we, those weird old, not weird, but the Chevy Bel Air like booths. Yes. Okay, we we'll can find do that. that. Okay, we'll find it. 
We'll find that. And uh, I love always trying new places. I'm actually trying a new place tomorrow. What are you trying? It's not exactly Korean barbecue, but it's like Korean plates. Okay. And it's, I don't want to call it a date because I don't want it to be like a date date. But he asked you, know? you on a date, but you're feeling more platonic vibes. Yes. And the, like, I think it's totally great to go on platonic dates with dudes, but it's like, how do you explain that to them whenever you think that they're I th- on another direction? I think it's said pretty clearly by the way they ask you. Like, I will text my guy coworkers and be like, hey, let's grab a pint. And they're like, great. Actually, this is going to sound bad. It's always at like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> no but it sounds bad but no like you know you have that rapport maybe because this is a new friend that you don't have that rapport yet Mm -hmm. but I think you can get the vibe very clearly in the beginning if this is going to be a flirtation or if this is just gonna be a strict friendship how do you think that I could go into this and set boundaries from the start because I'm just a very friendly person and I know that sometimes that can come off as flirting yeah I have that issue too but like I'm not obviously not going to go in and be like, this is not a date date like this. I like you as a friend. Like that's obviously well, not a conversation. Like, oh my God, I'm so glad to be connected. I love meeting new people and new friends in the city. Like, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Especially you're putting it because, out there of like, this is a friendly, no pressure atmosphere. Like we're just sitting down like. And we're both paying for the dinner at the end. Oh, big, that's big a thing. very, yes, very clear. Yeah. Well, you're right. If a man ever let me pay or even split, it'd be like immediately, I'm no longer, this is now actually no platonic or you're getting a graveyard emoji for your new contact. <laughs> How many graveyard emojis do you have in your phone? I don't know, like six, seven. I should really start doing that. I just never save numbers, but then I never delete messages Well, no, either. these are with men that I've, it's not just random men. Yeah, that's They're true. men that I've been seeing or were dating and then they got cut. So then they now have graveyard emojis next to them. I don't know if I've just been like kind of lonely lately or craving a little snuggle, you know. <laughs> you have Bo. He's, he's the size of most men. Okay, but unlike Bo, I like my men to be hair free. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hairy chest. No, thank you. If the hair is anywhere but on your head, I understand leg and arm hair, but like, no. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I don't really? like it at all. Oh, I don't mind it. I don't like the back. That's the only place Ooh. I don't like it. No, no chest hair. Really? No, don't like That's that. That's manly. No, I have to. Oh, I don't need that. Okay. I don't need that in my life. Like, I understand a little bit of chest hair, but if you have like a blanket on your chest, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> you get what you get. What I'm I saying? I mean, we'll agree to disagree. I guess. Okay. But like, <laughs> I hate feeling like this because it makes me feel desperate but I know that I'm not like I'm always scoping out for guys at bars or even at the gym oh my gosh at the what yeah you scope for men at the gym well I mean like I look at them I don't go up to them no I want to why haven't you ever because you should see me when I'm working out I look like a fucking hairy tomato with like the reddest face I have no shame in asking men for their numbers at the gym Okay, maybe what not the gym. What men are at P-Vault? <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Neve were sitting down the other day at a bar and this, you know, cute guy sat next to us. And when he was paying, I said to Neve, I'm like, oh, he's cute. And she's like, yeah, he is. So when he like stood up and he like, we were chatting with him. So he like gave his hand, a handshake goodbye. And he's like, oh, it's nice to meet you guys. Like, what were your names? And I was like, any chance you're single? And he's like, I am. I'm like, can I have your number? And he's like, 
Yeah. And ah. I got his number. We've Yeah, but Neve looked at me, she's like, the fucking balls on you. What's the worst thing he's gonna say? No. I have a I have a girlfriend or oh no, like I'm not looking right now. Like Yeah. Okay, whoop do you do? I'll never see you again. Yeah. I know. I I I feel like I play such a big game. Like I am You do play a big <laughs> game, Mary. I, I'm so outgoing, but then whenever it comes to like saying hi to a guy, I'm like Hello. Like bad. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like thinking back to my childhood trauma and uh, still being in the ugly duckling phase and getting rejected so many times when I was like 12. <laughs> we all got rejected <laughs> when we were 12. I know. Boys didn't like us yet. I know, but maybe that's just stuck with me. Mm, okay. I don't know. I was like ballsy a few weeks ago. I think you ago. should go up to someone at the gym. I think Everyone you should. Everyone has headphones in, so that's Catch them at the water, one. the bubbler. The bubbler? Yes, the water fountain <laughs> shit. I'm not, no, Sorry, not that was bubbler. Boston. I apologize. That's a Boston term. <laughs> I was like, where'd you pull that out yeah, of from? Bubbler. Okay. Um, well, I could maybe do it at the West Village location. I think that's one of the reasons why I like the West Village location so much because Hell's Kitchen Temple, it's only gay men. That's true. Oh, there was this one guy tonight, like totally my type. He... Had the nerdy glasses. He had the nerdy glasses. This is the only thing that I like. Yeah, you like the nerdy guys. I do. And he had like a ball. You can't go on the roof. It's under construction, Bo. Bo, get your booty down here and come play with your chicken ball. Do you want a treat? (laughs) He always tilts his head. But yeah, he was so my type. And like, I asked him if he was using the bench. And he's like, no, no, you're good. That's it? Yeah, because That's I'm in the, the middle of my workout, too. Like, it's also annoying whenever people come up to you whenever you're working out. So, like, I, I don't know. Does that. it really happen to men that much? I feel like it's usually just men doing it to women. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if the tables were reversed, we should actually ask men. Like, can we can you text Matt or someone and be like, hey, if a girl came up to you at the gym and said you're cute and asked for your number, would you Jay. be mad? Okay. No, I don't think they'll be mad at all. I think they're going to think it's hot. Put them on, on speaker. I want them on the, on the microphone fucking answer me oh it's actually kind of late it's eleven fifteen. all right let's make one more call i wish i had a straight man friend to call yes yo question for you okay if a woman to, was to walk up to you at the bar no no, no not, not the, the bar. bar if a woman was to walk up to you at the gym and strike up a conversation with you that's a good thing, right? You're, you wouldn't be upset that she's interrupting your workout? Caitlin, if a woman talked to me while I was being strangled to death by a murderer, I wouldn't be upset with her. I mean, I feel like that would be good if she would be saving you in that situation, Matt. Am I being on the fucking podcast right now? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, perfect. Jake's calling me back. We're going to get his input. Oh, Thanks, Matt. All right, perfect. Bye. <laughs> Okay, Jake, question for you. What's up, babe? If a woman was to walk up to you at the gym and start str- struck up a conversation, would you be upset that she interrupted your workout? Would, would I be upset? Yeah, you'd be all for it, right? I mean, I wouldn't say I'd be all for it. I, w- I would engage. I'd be like, I would be polite. Really? Matt just had a very different answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's our input. All right, so if you see Jake... Well, this doesn't help me at all. Yeah, well, I told Mary she should go for men at the gym. I mean, that's why you go, go for it, but it's not a guarantee. Like, 
We're not just a fucking piece of meat on the side of the fucking road. That's not the whole. That's also whatever. not it. All right, that's fine. All right, it's I'll true. appreciate your input. Come up to me at the, at the gym. I'm just gonna be like, oh yeah, hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> like the same way that you wouldn't do the same thing. Like if a random fucking guy came up to you, it's not hundred percent. Like, oh yeah, am I wrong? <laughs> Okay, thanks, Jake. Am I wrong? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, who knows? Maybe I need to call a third person to actually figure this shit out. All right, all right. well, don't be mad at me, okay? All right, bye. bye. <laughs> Should I call my uh, Miami hookup and ask him? Yeah, let's fucking do it. Cool. Hello? Hey, question for you. Hey, what's up? If a woman were to come up to you at the gym, like, and interrupt your workout to start up, strike up a conversation and just, like, get your number, would you be mad? Mm. Was I a woman or was I a man? A man. A man. Um. Wow, I thought I was so right with this answer that men wouldn't mind. <laughs> you were so wrong, Kate. His long pause says it all. I, I probably wouldn't be mad now. Why? As long as it's not early in the morning. It, is, it just depends on the time of day the workout's in. If it was, like, super early in the morning, like, when I was actually trying to work out, probably. But if really? it was, as long as it's, like, afternoon or night, I probably wouldn't care. Is it, like, if she were to come up to you and, like, interrupt your rep sesh, though, that would be fucking rude. Yeah. My rep sesh. Okay. We don't uh, need to get into the details of this man's workout. As long as it's, like, a, like yo, like, what are you doing or like why are you doing that workout or something like that in terms of like gym etiquette but like just wanted to know Bo. I don't think it's a bad idea okay appreciate your thank input. you for the input all right, have bye. a great night bye <laughs> all right whatever I knew he'd answer yeah I knew you'd answer so now we got three very different we answers we got very different answers but okay I don't know I'm worried that since Bo is trying to go upstairs that he has to take a shit. So right. I think that we should Shut wrap. Um, Easter this weekend, you're going to Boston. Mm -hmm. I'm staying here. We'll Love have it. a great time with our families, chosen families. Perfect. And honestly, can one of you guys settle the debate on approaching men at the gym? Like, please DM and, us. And at the bar. I want to hear that input, too. I'll get that input. Yeah. DM us on... Maybe I'm being too aggressive at the bar. No, I think men, like, like in a bar situation, yes. It's just, I question the gym. So, okay. give us your input. DM us at goodtrouble.nyc on Instagram. And we'll, Talk we'll, share, we'll share the best responses. And we'll share all the responses next week. All right. Love okay. you. Okay. Thanks. See ya. Bye.